Welcome to the Community Immunity Podcast. Every month I am bringing you two new guests from the world of spiritual, physical, mental and emotional well-being to strengthen your own immunity, to invite you to awaken the potential within. My name is Lucia Hargasova and I am a life and leadership coach. All right, it is my absolute pleasure to introduce you to Zita here at the Community Immunity Podcast. And there's many, many reasons why I'm so honored that she's here today. So I'm going to just let you, Zita, to introduce yourself, which is very hard for, you know, someone who has done so much in, in their life. But perhaps just tell us a little bit of who you are and your experience with you know, the healing and the amazing work you do. Okay, so because, let me see, where do I start? So I was born in England. My father is from Uganda. My mother is from Barbados, so I'm mixed. And I am a systemic family constellations facilitator, a systemic coach, and I'm also a certified clinical hypnotherapist, NLP master practitioner, and there's a lot of creativity in my backstory. I started off as a actress, which informs a lot of the work that I do. And out of that, I created my own unique approach to therapy, coaching, healing, which I call life therapy with CETA. Wow, you managed to do it in a very short, humble way. So let me go a little bit further. So I'm just going to share a little mini story, which, you know, is one of the main reasons why we are here today and is my experience with Zita's work. You know, I have gone through all kinds of ways of, you know, healing my past and, you know, whether it's through going deep into yoga and meditation, you know, seeing a different healers and, you know, mentors and, you know, partially therapy. And of course, everything has been there as a gift and everything has helped me to move forward in that period of a time. But there was just one thing which kept coming back to me, okay? And I have managed, <laughs> thank God for your brother who introduced me to you, to reach out to you. And, you know, we had this session and I knew Family Constellation a little bit from the past because I've experienced it in Switzerland back with my friend Olga. However... I have never done it as deep as the work you do. And basically, to simplify, not to bore anyone from the listeners, it came down to a very specific point where you have challenged me, you know, compassionately with this idea of the self-love and this idea of feeling enough, that I am enough. Not by what I do, not by the title I have achieved, not by the relationship I have engaged with, but just simply by the fact that I was born as a soul to this manifested reality and that regardless of what I do and regardless of what I say, is this sense of trust that I am enough. And, you know, for most of you guys which are listening right now, it's like, oh, yeah, I've heard that it's this, you know, concept of self-love. But what was unique for me was I felt it. And I had such an aha moment that I was, for the first time in my life, in a place of such a fulfillment. And I realized, oh my God, all these years, I thought I understand this concept. 
because it was on the brain level. I was trying to understand it on the concept of when you read a really beautiful book on self-love or, you know, you're talking to a therapist or just to a healer and it's like, oh yeah, you're supposed to love yourself. And I was like, oh, wow. This is what it feels like. And I mean, since then, it's like someone has just taken the old glasses off and gave me a new prescription. I actually wear a contact lens. And so like a new prescription and I just suddenly see everything so clearly. So first of all, thank you very much. But second of all, tell us a little bit, what does this family constellation approach, like what is it? Well, I think in many ways, and first of all, I've got to say thank you, and I'm touched and really humbled that you had such wonderful experience. That's what I wake up every day for, is to hear people say what you've just said. But the, the fundamental difference in family constellations, as I have come to understand it through my own journey and as, as a practitioner, is it's the felt sense. Like you said, you can do therapy and you can talk and talk and talk for 25 years about so many of your problems and still not really get anywhere. And the thing is, is that we're born into a body that was carried inside our mothers and we've inherited her feelings and we've inherited the feelings of the environment in which we live. We are sensitive to that. And I see it that the body is the subconscious mind and it gives us clues and indications all the time of what we are experiencing in the world and sends it up to the brain as a message which we mostly translate often incorrectly and this systemic work this embodied work allows us really to connect to the truth of what we know you know that some call it a gut instinct but this is distilling it down to a very pure experience so we know oh this is what it feels like when I'm in the right place when I feel really in my power as a human being and I know that I am enough and when I feel stress for example it's an indication that I need to re-navigate the ship back to the center point of being I hope that explains it just a little Yes, and I love that we're going deeper onto this idea of what does it feel like? Because, you know, I guess since I can all remember, you know, it's very much of a mind to mind. It's like I ask you a question and you go into your brain and the brain will justify or, you know, answer or argue. And, you know, whether it's the news we watch or whether it's the content we consume, it's, it's very much words to words. And as much as mindfulness and as much as this, you know, industry has grown and, you know, I appreciate that it did because that's why I do what I do as well. It's still very often, if we think about social media, it's on the words to words. It's on how I express and what I say and what you hear. So it kind of stays on that head level where, the work you're talking about, which I love, is this, yeah, you can do 25 years of therapy or you can just take where you are right now, heal that and move forward, which is why we love coaching. But I want to come back to this idea of, okay, what is it really? So I'm Lucia, never done Family Constellation. What actually happens? Like, what is the approach? Just just give us a little bit of like behind the closed door. What's happening Okay, so if you imagine, we all know that feeling when we are being stared at, but we don't know why we know it. And we turn our heads and the other person looks the way pretending that they haven't been looking at us. That is our felt sense and it's just part of who we are. 
when we're working the constellations, we're working with that level of knowing. We don't know why we know, but we know and we know it's true. And so when we set up a constellation, so when I worked with you, it was one-to-one. We're creating a field where my intelligence and your intelligence come together to look at the story and adjust it to that felt truth rather than the million of stories that you've learned or have been taught since you were a child and align you with that truth. So we call it the knowing field, which is, and it can be anywhere, it can be wherever we're standing where we just know a certain truth. And all if you imagine all of the intelligence that from the people who came before us, our ancestors back to the beginning of time, through our genetic information, have been sending this intelligence to us of how to understand, how to survive, how to react to danger, how to think and how to feel. And sometimes it gets thrown off. And the constellation work is to bring it back to the pure truth, which is how we love. So how you love is different to how I love. And I could, as a therapist, tell you, oh, you've got to love this way. But that wouldn't feel right to you, same as it wouldn't feel right to me to love the way you do. So we are reestablishing these connections of love through the feeling. And you know the feeling and you know how it feels when it's right. And it releases a certain tension. I mean, it's quite hard really to fully explain the unexplainable mm-hmm. without sounding A, either mad or B, like I should be wearing <laughs> a tinfoil hat because I can assure you when I first came up on this work, I said, oh my God, these people are completely kukulana. But there was also a part of me that's like, I know this, I understand this. Mm. And everywhere else that I had looked for answers yoga, spirituality, enlightenment, none of them had been able to give me the answers I was looking for. Mm -hmm. And what was powerful about this work was it didn't agree with the story that I was holding. Mm -hmm. You know, a psychotherapist will say, oh gosh, yes, your mother was awful. And that would hurt my heart because that wasn't really what I believed to Mm -hmm. be true. And this therapist said, your mother is the divine goddess. And I was like, yes, Mm. she is. And I was like, that honesty for me is what matters most in life. And we kind of, this work is about connecting with those truths, those universal, simple, core truths. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I absolutely, I'm going to say, I'm going to keep saying I love this, I love this. But anyway, I do connect with one thing, which is, well, we kind of have to experience it. Okay. And I think that's this idea of trust. Okay. I'm going to trust that I'm going to make a decision to go and experience family constellation Mm -hmm. and see how it feels and see if this will resolve whatever I have to deal with. And if not, I can just move on. I think that's kind of this, this idea of what you said. It's very hard to describe or sell something which is unexplainable because you have to feed it and it's so individual for everyone. I am sure that that's what the core of, you know, true transformational work is. It cannot be packaged into, well, buy this course and we're going to solve this problem because it's so individual. That's one. And the second thing is, which really connects with me is this idea of stories. We love to attach ourselves to the stories, to the stories of the past, to the justification of why we were the victim why we were the sufferers, why we 
why the world owes this to us, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I, you know, how is that helpful? How is that supporting? How, you know, it just kind of recreates this idea of that, okay, I'm going to be stuck because I should be angry about this because, you know, the story goes into my mother was this or your father was this. Where what you are doing is the work empowers, empowers, because it's you feeding, it's you, your body, your senses, and it's you deciding what story you want to tell yourself or not to move forward in life. Absolutely. I mean, we don't get to choose the families we're born into. We don't get to choose the countries we're born into. We don't get to choose even the body we're born into. That's a fate that is handed to us when we come into life. We do get to choose our destiny. And Family Constellations offers you the way to unfold the map, a living map, and see, oh, actually, I really want to go there. I know that I will feel better sometimes if I'm over here with all the other people who are saying, yes, we're oppressed, yes, this is awful, et cetera, et cetera. But that is actually doing me harm. I want to live a fully expressed life. Well, this is the map for you, and you get to see it and follow it because it creates a new imprint of your conscious. It's indisputable. I mean, one of the things that I find really extraordinary about this work is nearly everybody, I've been practicing on this work for a very long time now, who comes and says, yeah, but I don't like groups, or I don't know, it seems a bit strange. I have yet ever to hear one person say, oh, I'm glad I didn't, I'm glad I didn't do that. Everyone always leaves and goes, why didn't I know about this sooner? I'm going to tell everybody, who, you know, and it's what's extraordinary is because it is gentle and it doesn't get a lot of PR, it has rapidly spread across the world. I mean, it is hugely popular in America, in South America, in India, and, and across most of Europe. Northern Europe is the one of, and we are generally up here quite slow to come to things but it's starting to find its popularity and grow here too. And that's a phenomenal thing to happen. Yeah. And I think I want to really add one point where I had this aha moment where I realized how much (laughs) I have made a decision from that place of where we arrived together, you and me, this this feeling of the sense of fulfillment that I am enough that I want to pass this on or I don't want to pass on the gaps of this feeling to my son. So I think once, you know, I became a mother, I realized that that kind of, it just (laughs) extraordinarily dialed up all the fears and all the kind of like, sometimes I said something and it's just like a sounding like my mom, sorry, mom, if you're listening to this, or, you know, I recognize that how much of the trauma is still with me from, you know, despite the fact that I left Slovakia, I'm still very much Slovakian. But this idea of empowerment of I am clearing some somehow the lineage of the ancestral yeah. pain and suffering. And as you said, it's now becoming much more accessible for people to be, okay, not only I have a responsibility for myself, it's my actions, my thoughts, and how I am in the world, how I show up in the world is affecting everyone around me. And most importantly, is the next generations. Yes. 
And not only, I mean, traditionally constellators will say you're healing the future generations. Actually, you're also healing the past generations. Yeah, for me and my own work and my own journey, what I'm seeing now is, you know, how much peace my aunt and my mom and my cousins are finding because it restores this balance in the family. You know, we say there's usually one family member who's pulled to do the work and then the repercussions impact in a positive way all the other family members, which is why it's like a constellation of stars that gets Mm -hmm. a beautiful reboot. Yeah, I like it. So I know this is going to be a hard question to answer, but I am interested or curious to understand. Okay, so for those who are curious, but they still, you know, not sure, what is the most common or more like a theme, typical reason why people show up and knock on your door or, you know, send you an email. What are the type of things we can heal with this? And I know you're going to say everything, but let's just, let's just kind of give the listeners the idea if this is just too conceptual for them, like more tangibly, what are the examples of the type of work this helps to heal? I think most commonly what I see is younger women and they want to have a relationship and they want to have a family and it just doesn't happen. And they can't figure out why they're bright, they're beautiful, they're clever, they've got their lives together and they're like, why don't I find this perfect guy? That's a very common one and it's usually quite simple to resolve. So that one, what else? What I tend to get a lot of is people descended from aristocratic families that may have been involved in slavery or accumulation of enormous amounts of wealth, and the children are holding the burden of this privilege and alleviating that. And then, of course, also the trauma of those who are descended from survivors of the Holocaust, how to really live well descendants of the trauma of colonialism it's from India or Africa or the Caribbean and also it's becoming very popular in America money which job shall I choose (laughs) because it's sometimes it's once people see how it works they realize that they can use this a little bit like a pendulum Mm -hmm. and get a look at the what is it that they can't see that might be the obstacle to them making more money or choosing the right house or why are their children angry or yeah those are some of the ones that I see in my practice yeah and and I and I guess what I'm thinking about my example is the idea of whatever I create moving forward I create it from the place of self-worth yeah and you know the fact that I do not need to prove anything to anyone, it is truly my decision, what is for the highest good for myself and those around me. So rather than creating something from a place of ego or trying to get an external approval or doing something because my mom wanted me to do it or you know she never achieves this specific thing, so I'm kind of fulfilling her dream, it's really kind of stepping back into this place of grounding and being like, yeah, it can take this job. Or I may not. I am okay to make a decision from my heart. That's just, as you said, is this such a pendulum that this idea of like uncertainty and mistrust that is happening in our world, which I see actually where we are and how the world is actually manifesting the situation is 
the lack of trust in ourselves, mm -hmm. the lack of trust of, you know, we will be okay because we are good and we are here to create, you know, a better future from the moment. Yeah. And I mean future in the sense of the next day. I don't mean it in 100 years. So it's just that, yeah, I just wish, <laughs> and one of the reasons why I'm talking to you is, is I just wish that people get an opportunity to experience this. Yeah, this feeling. I, I mean, I really think so, because what's so important is people look and go, why are they more successful? Why do they have this happiness? Why do they have this? Not realizing that those people are navigating life through their true internal compass. A lot of people live by comparison, what the media says your life story should look like, what success should look like, what it will be like when it's happy. What does that mean if your perception is different because of where you're born or where your parents are from. So with this true compass and finding your true north, then it becomes very clear. Like you said, it's like, an, it's like the windows have been cleaning up, of course. And the beauty of that is it serves a greater whole of everyone on the planet because everybody exists for a reason. Everyone has value, no matter what the body, shape, color of skin, color of eyes or hair, we all matter. And when we are on our compass, everything fits and we alleviate the amount of conflict that there is in the world. And that makes the world very safe, not just for us, but for the children coming into the future, then the grandchildren and the great-grandchildren. Yeah. And a beautiful gift. And that gift of, I guess, the presence. And, you know, it's, it's another one. You know, I, I remember still, because it was 20 years ago when I read the book, The Power of Now, from yeah. Eckhart Tolle. And I loved the book. I connected with that book. I, I was like, wow, this just makes total sense. Again, it makes total sense to mm -hmm. the mind. Okay. But when I'm experiencing this idea of it's okay and I trust my decisions, whatever I take. But for now, I am enjoying this very moment talking to you right now. And my head doesn't have to go somewhere and I don't have to solve the past. It's just experiencing it right now. The quality of life alone, the gift and the miracle just becomes so much more vibrant. And I think that is the idea of, you know, ideally go and have a session with Zita and then, you know, do a coaching with me or, or let's say co-create and collaborate because Actually, we're not that far from that solution, as you say, I mm -hmm. think as a humanity, we might mm -hmm. make it sounds really simplistic, but giving it a go to experience it. And if it yeah. doesn't work, it won't hurt. <laughs> 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 might have, it might have a few tears, let's just be honest. You know, there's a bit of crying involved. <laughs> yeah, maybe, but that crying is good. Yeah, crying is very healthy because it releases something that was asking to be let go. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really kind of beautiful. Yeah. So any last words you want to share for those out there who are just listening in, never experienced, you know, the work you do and are maybe just wondering? Well, I think that like you said, you mentioned the power of now and you mentioned all the various things that we can do and they're all very cerebral. I didn't know what being in the power of now meant. And I was worried because I was worried because I wasn't doing it right. 
one of the great values of this work and this approach to therapy is it gives you the opportunity to honestly feel what the power of now is. And then you've got, oh, this is what it is, and you know it. And then you realize that actually, because the thing I love about this work is we take judgment off the table. Nothing is good, nothing is bad, it just is. And that is such a huge relief for us as human beings because we weren't born judging anything. We were taught all of our judgments. Mm. And when we can sit and be in presence without judgment, it becomes really clear life. Mm. So that's really a wonderful benefit, I think, that you get to carry around with you for life. Yeah, and I remember that... I don't know who said it once to me. It said, okay, if you have a different opinions or if you have a kind of, you know, you can make a decision about something or there's like different point of views. If you ask your head, the head will find reasons why this is even more connected, why one side is right and the other side is wrong. But if you ask your heart, these two different things can coexist. And as you said, is this feeling in your heart, this is what happened in my life. This is my ancestral, you know, I am Slovakian. You know, I had a difficult upbringing, but it is what it is. And that sense of feeling that Mm -hmm. is just so empowering. Yeah. And, you know, just like you say, I had this difficult upbringing, but whatever it was, It gave you what you needed to be and do the work you do now and survive well in life. It was like a kind of a training in some ways. It can be painful and these things can be incredibly difficult. But when we turn the coin over and look at the gifts that are on the other side out of the challenges and the difficulties, like... (laughs) (laughs) Did you guys hear that? She just did that... All right. I'm going to give you my virtual high five. Such an honor, such a pleasure. And I understand we've just did the spoken words. We can't transmit necessarily all the kind of feeling like, but hopefully some of the energy and our passion have passed on to some of the listeners. So Dita, thank you so, so much. And we will include you know, your contact and your website into the show notes. So anyone who is interested in the work, please, please, please do reach out. Thank you. And I'm totally honored and privileged to be here. It's such a pleasure to chat with you today. Thank you, Zita. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Please make sure you subscribe to the podcast, share it, or tell a friend about it. Until next time.